Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well... Oh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your heart pounds. Your vision blurs. You hear the rush of blood in your ears as everything becomes way too bright and way too hot. You wonder if you're going to faint or totally lose your senses. What's going on? Welcome back to Savvy Psychologist. I'm your host, Dr. Jade Wu. Every week, I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. Today, we'll dig into the science of panic attacks why they happen, and what to do about them. Did you know that almost a quarter of Americans have had a panic attack? And this includes people who seem to have it all together, too. ABC News correspondent Dan Harris, poor guy, even had a panic attack on Good Morning America in front of 5 million viewers. He described the experience like this. I was overtaken by a massive, irresistible blast of fear. It felt like the world was ending. My heart was thumping. I was gasping for air. I had pretty much lost the ability to speak. That sounds terrifying. Anyone who's had a panic attack can probably relate to just how sudden and scary and desperate it feels when you're in the middle of one. Now, I myself have only had a handful of panic attacks in my life. And the most intense one, I'll never forget, it happened when I was pregnant and touring a daycare for the first time. Out of nowhere, my whole body got hot and tingly and a sense of dread began to well up. And my vision went bright white to the point where I almost couldn't see anymore. But the funny thing was, nobody else, including my husband and the multiple adults I was actively conversing with, even noticed that I was having a panic attack until a few minutes into it. And then it was only because I told them. And if you watch the Dan Harris ABC News footage, you'll similarly notice a lack of drama. He's not screaming, not hyperventilating or writhing around. There is some bewilderment in his eyes and he looks a little sheepish, but the outside clearly does not match the inside. So let's bust one common myth about panic attacks right off the bat. Panic attacks are not the same thing as, quote, losing it because you just realized your car was stolen or freaking out because you have a big project due tomorrow that you haven't started yet. It's not hair pulling, crying, hyperventilating, pacing frantically. It's not that kind of experience. Instead, a panic attack is an internal wave of extremely intense feelings that are likely invisible from the outside. 
It might come out of nowhere for no discernible reason at all, and it's much less controllable than dramatic freakouts. While you can, with difficulty, choose to sit down and stop pulling your hair, you cannot simply dial down a panic-level heart rate. So let's break down what a panic attack is like, what causes it, and what to do about it in the moment and in the long run. First, let's start with what do panic attacks really feel like? So let's unofficially chunk the symptoms of panic attacks into two groups, physical symptoms and cognitive symptoms, which just refer to thoughts that race through your head. So first, physical symptoms. A fast heart rate or pounding heart, sweating, trembling or shaking, feeling like you're choking, smothering, or just can't get enough air, chest pain or pressure, nausea or other stomach problems, feeling dizzy or like you're going to faint, changes in your vision, numbness or tingling, often your fingers or toes. Even just reading off that list of symptoms makes me feel a little nervous inside, makes my heart pound a little bit. Now, there are also these cognitive symptoms like we talked about. There's thinking, this isn't real. Thinking you're going to pass out. Thinking you're having a heart attack. Thinking that you're dying. Thinking that you're about to lose control of yourself or that you're going crazy. It takes a few minutes for symptoms to work up to a full-blown panic attack. And after the panic attack peaks, it can subside over the course of a few minutes, but could also last as long as a few hours, though that's really rare. Afterward, people often feel really tired. And if they don't understand what happened, they may continue to feel really scared and stressed out. So now that raises a question, which is, what causes a panic attack? What causes this huge, dramatic thing to happen inside your body and mind? Well, there's no single reason for panic attacks, but in a nutshell, it happens when your body has an overblown reaction to a perceived threat. There might initially be a small trigger that, you know, in and of itself is not that big of a deal, but your fight or flight response goes haywire, like a kettle screaming just to tell you that the water has boiled. So here are some common triggers for what can start off a panic attack. One is an uncomfortable sensation in your body that your body interprets as dangerous. So people with frequent panic attacks are often exquisitely attuned to their own inner workings. They're in touch with their bodies, which is good, but sometimes it goes overboard. Like, did my heart just skip a beat? Oh, is something wrong? Am I going to have a heart attack? This escalating train of thought causes stress, which causes the heart rate to go up and breathing to get shallower. And these symptoms in turn fuel the worry that something is wrong. And so this benign physical sensation begins a spiral that accelerates into a full panic attack. Another common trigger is a frightening thought. On this old Sex in the City episode, Miranda buys a fancy new apartment. But then she realizes she could choke and die alone with no one discovering her body for weeks. And she has a panic attack at that thought. Nothing in reality changed when she had this thought. She was still her. She was still standing where she was. Nothing in reality changed. But the thought itself sent her body into DEFCON 3 mode. And that physical fight or flight that followed probably made it worse. If you've had a panic attack in the past, a similarly scary thought might have triggered this vicious spiral. 
And then there are times when there is no discernible trigger, which we call panic attacks that happen out of the blue. These can happen surprisingly often for people who have panic attacks, and sometimes might even happen while you're asleep. In hindsight, they often occur during a stressful time, like when you're moving to a new home or in the midst of a divorce or during the holidays or during exam season. Or they might happen when there are stressors on your body, like extra heat or hormonal changes, drugs, sleep loss. The accumulated stress explodes into panic after something small, say being startled by a sudden noise, lights that fuse. And last but not least, another common trigger for panic attacks is the fear of having another panic attack. Now, this is where we get really meta. And actually, this is the worst part of panic disorder, which is when panic attacks have become a big part of someone's life. The fire fuels itself. Once you've experienced how terrifying a panic attack is, you may understandably dread having another one. This state of being on edge, or even just on the lookout for possible symptoms of an oncoming panic attack, stresses your body and gets it closer to having panic symptoms. It also puts a microscope up to any unusual physical sensations. Although these sensations might have subsided on their own in normal circumstances, now that you're scrutinizing them, they evolve into a full-blown panic attack. So now we're seeing a pattern, right? Panic attacks can start out small as just a thought or just a benign physical sensation or even just the fear of having a panic attack or just some accumulated stress. But then that can spiral into a full-blown panic attack if we think about it, if we feed into it, if we kind of go down that spiral. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean Every time. Because messes happen. Because... Oh, my charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Save big money on everything for your spring projects at Menards. We have all of your garden and landscaping essentials. Master Garden Premium Garden Soil contains a slow-release fertilizer that feeds gardens for up to nine months. It produces better results and is ready to use for all your gardening needs. Save big on Menards' great selection of garden and landscaping products. Compare brands in-store or online at Menards.com. Save big money at Cheers to a great day and this ice-cold Corona. You know what would make this day even better? My grandma's carne asada. Or your grandma here with us, making carne asada. She does love a cold Corona. Throw in some dancing. Oh, we can watch the game. I'll drink to that. So a backyard concert with football, food, dancing, and Corona? And your grandma. Or we could keep it simple. Simple is good. Want a Corona? Thanks. Salud to the perfect day. Corona, la vida más fina. Get your Corona at ordercorona.com. Relax responsibly. Corona extra beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now, let's talk about what to do when you're having a panic attack. The whole goal is to prevent a swirl in a teacup from escalating into a storm. First, I should say that the inconvenient news is that 
panic symptoms may not be 100% preventable. And if you're prone to them, you may have some out-of-the-blue panic attacks no matter what you do. But the good news is that you can drastically reduce panic attacks, both in terms of how often they happen and how intense they get. Even the ones you don't totally get rid of don't need to really affect or control your life. In other words, you don't have to live in fear of panic attacks. So here's what to do. First of all, remember that panic sensations are not dangerous. Yes, it does feel like you're about to black out or lose it or even die. These feelings are no exaggeration. I know what they feel like. But they do not actually indicate having a heart attack or seizure, psychotic episode, or any other sort of real danger. I promise you that what goes up must come down. Even if it takes what feels like forever, a panic attack will subside on its own, even without any intervention from you. Now, sometimes just knowing this is reassuring enough to decrease the chances of having a panic attack. Now, tip number two is to allow yourself to fully feel the panic attack and to not escape. This is the most counterintuitive, but also the most important tip. Shouldn't you try whatever you can to bring down the panic symptoms while you're having them? Nope. Don't rush to splash cold water on your face or get someone to talk you down or hide in the bathroom or distract yourself by reciting a mantra. All of these are escape behaviors that teach you to fear panic symptoms, which actually fuels future panic attacks. Rushing to quell panic attack symptoms is like giving candy to a toddler who's throwing a tantrum. You might succeed in stopping the tantrum now, but it teaches him to tantrum even harder next time. Your body, the toddler in the situation, won't learn how to downregulate itself. Instead, it will keep fighting against your escape attempts by cranking up the fight or flight system for that next panic attack. So, do not escape, even if it feels so tempting to do so in that moment. So, what to do instead, other than escaping? That's tip number three, which is to breathe normally and breathe into the sensations. Yes, I do mean breathe into the sensations. This probably also feels counterintuitive, but it does two important things. First, it slows down the vicious spiral of panicky behaviors, like hyperventilating, and keeps them from fueling physical symptoms further. Second, it allows you to simply be with your sensations instead of fighting them or escaping them. The unknown is scary. When you look at your panic symptoms head-on, you take away some of that fear just by making it not the unknown anymore. This gives your fight-or-flight system time to regulate itself and learn to come down. Now, just as important as knowing what to do in the moment is knowing what to do outside of panic attacks, in between them, when you're just going about your daily life. And the best advice I can give here is to simply keep living your life. And don't let safety behaviors creep in. If your panic attacks escalate, over time, you may start doing things you think will keep you safe. That could be sitting near the exit in a movie theater, or keeping your spouse or other support person on speed dial, 
or you may carry safety objects everywhere, like a bottle of water to drink, so you can prove to yourself in the middle of a panic attack that your throat isn't closing up, or carrying an app that guides you through a breathing technique. You may find yourself in the habit of going to the hospital at the first sign of panic, or even just sitting in the emergency department parking lot, quote, just in case. Given how scary panic attacks can be, these behaviors are super understandable. But don't be like an ex-mafia member in witness protection, constantly on the lookout for threats and irregularities and hints of danger. This hypervigilance is what can turn one or two panic attacks into panic disorder. So don't avoid getting your heart rate up. Exercise is actually really healthy and good. Don't avoid places or activities where you're afraid you'll have a panic attack. Chances are you won't. And even if you do, you'll survive just as you have before. And don't avoid being with other people because you're afraid that a panic attack will embarrass you. Trust me, people notice it much less than you think they do. And besides, there's nothing wrong with stepping off of a tennis court and saying to your rally partner, you know, I'm feeling a little off. I'm okay, but let me have a minute to just sit down. Then, just like with a tennis serve, the most important part is the follow-through. Get back to doing whatever you were doing once your panic symptoms have subsided, or maybe even before they have fully subsided. No matter the score at the end of your tennis match, know that you will have won the game against your panic disorder simply by living your life. And that's it for today's episode on panic attacks. Thank you so much for listening. Let's continue the conversation on social media. You can send me your questions, send me your topic suggestions. Let me know what's going on in your life and how you're dealing with COVID and quarantine. You can find me on Facebook and Twitter. I'm at QDT Savvy Psych. I'm also at Jade Wu PhD. We can also keep in touch through the Savvy Psychologist newsletter where I'll deliver tips and updates and news about cool psychology topics straight to your inbox. Savvy Psychologist is audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg and edited by Karen Hertzberg. As always, Savvy Psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and does not substitute for mental health care from a licensed professional. Thank you again for joining me, and I'll see you next week for a happier, healthier mind. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. (laughs) Well. Ooh, yeah. That happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Save big money on everything for your spring projects at Menards. We have all of your garden and landscaping essentials. Master Garden Premium Garden Soil contains a slow-release fertilizer that feeds gardens for up to nine months. It produces better results and is ready to use for all your gardening needs. Save big on Menards' great selection of garden and landscaping products. Compare brands in-store or online at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards.